Welcome to my human design experiment. Hey there, and welcome back to Mystical Mac. You are listening on Mystical Monday. Okay, so every other week, it's going to be on Mystical Monday. That's better than no weeks it being on Mystical Monday, right? That's what I'm telling myself. That is what I'm telling myself because I still procrastinate. But I'm here, we are here, and we are talking about the divine masculine and what happens when it gets wounded and we have to heal it. God. If you have not listened before, welcome. I'm Mystical Mac. I love to dive deep. I love to talk about subjects that a lot of people I feel gloss over in this life. Um, And I love to just take things like emotions and deep thought processes and uh, existential life questions and things of the like. I like to talk about these things. If that's up your alley, welcome. Thank you so much for joining. Today we're talking about a wounded divine masculine starting to come back into alignment with itself. And if you have not listened to the past, I don't know how many it's been, like five or six episodes, I suggest you do so. Because this is all a little series, this divine masculine, divine feminine Becoming Wounded and Finding Their Way Back to Health series. And last week we talked all about the Divine Masculine. We talked about what it is. We talked about how it's gotten wounded. We talked about how we have ended up in this toxic patriarchy that we live in. And it's due to the Divine Masculine getting so deeply out of alignment that he completely ostracized and rejected his feminine that coexists with it. If all of this sounds like complete gibberish to you, please, for the love of all that is good and everything in between, go back and listen to the last few episodes. Uh, Otherwise, if you're returning, thank you so much. Or if you're just hanging out and you're like, I don't care that I don't get what I'm going to say. I like this chick's voice. Thank you for hanging out. I like your voice too. Let's talk about the masculine. Let's talk about what happens when a divine masculine reaches a point where they go, holy goodness, I need to help myself. Perhaps they did something that really, really sucked. Uh, Perhaps they just came to a place where they felt like they weren't fully feeling. I don't know, perhaps they came to a place where they feel like they're just failing at everything. Um, Perhaps they came to a place where they feel like they are stagnant. But some way or another, this divine masculine came to this place and they were like, wow, I am just... I just don't even know what to do anymore. Just like when we're dealing with a wounded feminine our first step into helping her come into alignment and heal is by leaning into our masculine energy wisely. It 
It is the same for the masculine. If you want to start healing, uh, if you want to start to heal, that divine masculine, encourage the divine masculine to go towards their feminine. The thing about the divine masculine is it's supposed to be firm, but not hard. There's supposed to be a sense of strength and sturdiness, but even something that's sturdy has the ability to move around. For example, trees are very sturdy. Do you see them breaking before they bend when the wind hits them very hard? No, you do not. In fact, trees bend before they break. That's because they are sturdy yet flexible. (laughs) And the masculine being such a fan of structure and a fan of hard angles and straight lines for, you know, a fun picture needs to take a little bit of advice from the feminine, which is more free-flowing and cyclical and wave-like. So starting to lean into the flexibility of the feminine energy, starting to realize when becoming firm and becoming more firm is not the answer. Also, by taking a hint from the feminine, diving into the emotions with a sense of welcoming and acceptance. This can be really, really hard considering that a lot of men, boys, predominantly masculine beings on this planet are taught that to be manly and the like is to not show emotion. So a lot of the times... This is going to be a really difficult part of the process for a predominantly masculine being is to just really lean into those emotions and be okay with the fact that they're there and whatever emotion arises to be okay with that emotion and welcome it regardless of what it is, even if it feels like a weak or feminine emotion, you know, if you equate those things to be the same thing because of your upbringing Lean into your emotions with acceptance, with love, and being willing to hear them. Lean into your inner child. Look to nurture your inner child. That's another very feminine thing, right? Nurturing. That nurturing energy. Look to give that to the little kid or little kids, right, for fragmented aspects that still live inside yourself. That will forever live inside yourself. Even when you supposedly, you know, even when you heal every aspect of you that's ever fragmented ever, you are still going to have an inner child at your core. It's still going to be there. So nurturing that inner child, really asking yourself, what brings me joy? Like completely, complete unadulterated joy. Just joy. Like I could do it and there will be a smile on my face involuntarily essentially or that little tingle inside my heart where I'm just like, ooh, hee hee, this is fun. What is that? And then do it. Do it. Give yourself boundaries though, of course, you know? If it's video games, then like awesome. Allot yourself like an hour a day to play video games or whatever. But leaning into the feminine while still holding on to the masculine aspect that is predominant in you. 
For example, giving yourself that scheduled video game time keeps you from leaning too hard deterministically into the direction of the feminine where you just spend 16 hours on a video game. (laughs) You know, and now it's just like everything's sort of off because you know because you didn't have that enjoyment before now you're just going so hard into it that it's actually creating the same sort of feeling of being tired and not having enough energy and the like except now you're just over pouring into something that's supposed to be nurturing for your inner child and it's actually draining you so holding on to that masculine aspect deeply while you also dive into the feminine and learn to nurture your inner child learn to dive deeper into your emotions and be accepting of them Learn to let go of this hardened belief, this belief that in order to be secure and safe, you have to be hard. Learning, learning from the trees, learning to be sturdy, to be firm, but to be flexible. Leaning into the feminine in a way that you seek to understand it. In the way that you seek to feel into it. And once you've done all of that, and it's interesting because, you know, we're just hitting the 10 minute mark and I feel like I'm already going to cover all of the things that you need, you know, that need to be done to kickstart the healing the masculine in this episode whereas I feel that I took a couple episodes of the feminine to do that um and also with the feminine a big key part is really leaning into that masculine and giving your feminine a sense of safety within itself by coexisting freely and in a free-flowing way with the masculine energy that is already attached to it And for the masculine, there's an extra sort of step in the sense that you can definitely start your healing and it will kickstart hard if you really start to lean into the the feminine, if you really start to lean into your emotions in an accepting manner, if you really start to parent and nurture that inner child. But another thing that you can also do is... Start to observe where masculinity gets toxic. Both within yourself, both within, I'm sorry, within yourself as well as within society. As well as within the interactions you see every day and start to observe that and just start to become aware of it it's not that the feminine doesn't need to become aware of toxic femininity like there's toxicity everywhere and women are not immune from being toxic just because they're not men (laughs) however the reason that i'm not saying you know hey women like start to observe where there's toxic femininity It's likely because most women have experienced that at the hand of other women. Where a lot of men don't experience toxic masculinity, in my opinion, unless they are 
considered to be inferior by other men and they have that experience. Um, but, but the men that I feel need to notice toxic masculinity the most usually run in the circles where all of them exhibit the same behavior. None of them are really the, the victim of it. So yes, women could, could definitely get a lot from observing where there's a lack of sisterhood, where there's more competition, where there's cattiness and things like that and sort of seek to be different from that sort of seek to be more inclusive of women uh be more open you know like be more receptive to the women that feel good and the like um however i think it's really 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 important if you're going to take this journey of healing your divine masculine energy if you're a predominantly divine masculine person on this you know in this life on this planet I believe it's really 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 important for you to become heavily aware of toxic masculinity to become heavily aware where un where misaligned divine masculines can create real harm and how this society could benefit from a shift how the society could benefit from the divine masculine energy becoming more aligned how the society could benefit from the divine masculine energy becoming more aware of the feminine that coexists with it not just honoring the feminine energy within you by listening and accepting your own emotions but being willing to listen and accept accept the emotions of others be willing to receive love and affection, <laughs> right? How many men or predominantly masculine people do you know that sort of like have a shield? And they go like, oh, thank you, yes. Mm. But it's just like, really? No, like soak it in. Tap into that receptive energy of the feminine. That's another thing, right? Diving deep into that ability to receive. Because when you dive into that ability to receive, you become an attraction point for ideas and innovations and philosophies, whatever it is. Whatever it is, if you're a playwright, when you learn to be in that reception mode, you get new ideas for new plays. If you're an inventor, if you're a venture capitalist, whatever it is that you do. For me personally, I'm consistently, every single day, receiving new ideas and inspirations, right? Because I'm being predominantly feminine, tapping into that receiving energy is not super hard for me. But there are places where it is hard for me still. Like, though I have more financial abundance um, that, that I've ever had before, largely part, you know, largely in part because I've learned to at least gain mastery over my masculine in the sense that I've cr learned to structure my money really well and make it work well for me. Um, but I still have, you know, quite a bit of blockages when it comes to receiving in that physical manner for some reason. And 
that's something that that I'm working on, right? However, when it comes to, I, I do know that I am pretty adept in being in the receptive energy by the the amount of ideas and things that I, I receive on a day-to-day basis. I mean, I would not be able to come and record two 30-minute episodes a week, and y'all know I can go longer if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Like, I, there was a point where I was doing, like, a 45-minute episode, like, 45-minute, maybe even an hour episodes, and I could not come on here and talk to you about these subjects if I wasn't receptive to new ideas and to new ways of thinking and to new ways of learning about these things, right? So the masculine sort of tapping into that receptive energy, not just for the sense of receiving love, affection, receiving signals from the world around them, being able to be more empathetic and the like because you're a receptive point, It's also about being creative and stoking your own creative fire and heating up your own creative ocean that you have inside you. You know, what is all that ambition? What is that drive? If you don't have something with, with which you're driving to the goal with, right? Like, sounds weird when I say it like that. But what I mean, what I mean is... If you're just trying to get somewhere to get somewhere, is it going to be as special than if you're trying to get somewhere for a reason? Like, for example, if I was just creating all the content in the world, I was, you know, creating Instagram content all the time, I was creating TikTok content all the time, I'm creating this podcast, I'm creating YouTube, like, for me personally, if I were to spread myself thin across lots of different content platforms. I would just be trying to get somewhere for the sake of getting somewhere. I'd be using this brilliant masculine energy that I have inside me that has this ability to have drive and to streamline energy and I'd be spreading it thin as opposed to what I'm doing, right? What I decided to do, which is streamlining my attention into what I've found now to be about three things at a time. I've got my podcast that I'm streamlining my attention into and that occasionally at least once a week feeds into my Instagram so that's a bonus and when I'm talking about my podcast I go on my Instagram and I tell people about my podcast so that's cool right that's sort of like it's a symbiotic relationship and then I've got my TikTok which I aim to post every single day. Sometimes I skip a day on accident, but I basically post every single day and I'm creating content for that every single day. And then as of the moment, I'm finishing my yoga teacher training certificate. And those are my three things that I'm streamlining my attention into. And that way, I'm not just using my ambition, my drive to get somewhere. I'm using my ambition, my drive to get myself somewhere not specific in a way that it's like, you know, like this super curated special journey where I have to take these exact steps. No, but but towards this general goal that makes that makes a lot of sense in the grand scheme of things, because by the time I get there, I will have put myself in a in a completely different game. <laughs> you know, let's say it like that, on a completely different level. 
why am I working my like my TikTok? Um, do I love TikTok? I love the, per- the the premise of it. It is a really fun app, but honestly, it's it's become very it's become really toxic in the sense that like. I do my best to not ruffle feathers on there and whenever I say things that do ruffle feathers I do it in the in the kindest kindest way possible at least that's that's been my aim lately um but why am I growing my TikTok because short form content is really fun and and it's like a fun way to grow my social media presence where I don't have to tackle Instagram because for me Instagram is this place where I don't really think too hard about what I post it's just completely me and it's not that TikTok isn't completely me but in order to put your content into just a minute you know you can't always include everything you can never include everything and and TikTok um, gives me the freedom to do to sort of diversify the short form content right it's not like I um, am doing the same things all the time though a lot of the time I am just talking about important things to me in videos but I hop on trends sometimes sometimes I'll do a dance or two uh, you know there are different things and also as I scroll on TikTok I get inspired to create TikToks um, be it by the sounds that they're using by the trend that they're following um, and it's like a fun little outlet, but also growing that presence is going to help me as a whole, especially when I start to do regular YouTube videos and things like that, right? Um, but not just that, when I feel like I gain a community on TikTok that I really love and trust, and maybe when people on the app will become a little bit kinder and less hostile, I'll be able to say like advice, advice um, advertise this podcast on my TikTok, you know, but I'm creating a little community there. Uh, why am I focusing on this podcast? Well, because if you've been here, um, I've I've said how I am going to talk regardless. Like I was telling my partner today, I was like, you know, I I love my podcast because um, I'm going to talk regardless. And I find that when I am not recording my podcast and I go a while, like even a week without talking about deep things and sort of going through in my head you know, about these themes that I'm thinking about, I end up spending a day where I create TikToks for five hours, where I'm just like talking, where I create like an Instagram story that's like a million slides long because I'm just like talking because I haven't talked. So why am I streamlining energy? Why am I using my masculine energy to streamline my creativity this way? Because this podcast is going to not, is is not even going, is something that not only uh, serves a function for me, I get to speak my thoughts out loud about these kind of complex topics and, in my opinion, world-changing, life-changing topics. And simultaneously, I get to make the information, this conversation, available to anybody who wants to listen. And not even just that, considering that I'm building a community here too of other deep divers, other mystical thinkers, um, you know, other people who sort of have one foot into this physical world, one foot into this metaphysical world, um, and your head in all the rest. Uh, I'm I'm creating a little community and and someday I am I'm creating a little empire and this podcast is kind of the tip of it 
right? This this empire, this mystical Mac empire where where my podcast is a place where I can share a big huge part of myself. And in sharing that big huge part of myself, I'm rewarded with abundance in ways that I can't even imagine sitting in this chair right now with probably like three listeners. <laughs> um but why am I streamlining my energy? Because I believe in this. I believe that this presents value to people. And because it presents value, I am bound to eventually be rewarded for it if I keep doing it, right? And so I'm streamlining my energy. And why am I streamlining my energy into yoga teacher training? Yoga teacher training. Finally, because that is a certificate and a course and like a real concrete thing that I can show people in the world that basically gives me credibility to share one of the most healing and incredible practices that has ever graced this earth and that is just so in alignment with my being in general. I love yoga. I do it every single day. It's absolutely beautiful and I am so grateful to be able to share it and getting this certificate is so important to me and the fact that like it's taken me so long makes me so like I have so many feelings about it um but maybe we'll be we'll we'll chat about that next week because I feel like I have been able to conclude this series of divine feminine masculine obviously I talked more on the feminine than I did on the masculine likely because I can't speak from a predominantly masculine space because I'm not predominantly masculine um however maybe in the future i will have someone uh whom is very in touch with their divine masculine come on and we can have a conversation about that for now i am not sure what i'm gonna be talking about next week i don't know if we're gonna have another series maybe i'll come up with something um or if i'm just gonna sort of update you on on what's going down with me but I guess we'll have to see (laughs) tune in uh thank you so much for listening thank you for being interested in in these these things um for taking the time to get to know such an intricate part of being on this planet but uh due to its sort of lack of quantification lots of people don't even really fully realize that it's happening, right? Like, how many people do you know that likely know or have heard of yin and yang, but don't actually know what yin and yang really are, right? The yin being the feminine and the yang being the masculine. And so thank you for coming to my podcast. Thank you for listening. And I'm really excited to talk to you next week, whatever it is that it's going to be. It'll be mystical. It'll be awesome. (laughs) I love you so much. I hope you have a really, really, really phenomenal day, night, afternoon, middle of the morning, whatever it may be. And stay mystical. Stay grounded. I will catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Mystical Mac. For future episodes, click that subscribe button. And to help us spread this podcast far and wide, consider leaving us a review. 
Also consider checking out the social justice links in the description below and going to mysticalmac.com to read up on my blog and find out about my tarot card readings. Also, follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Mac Guerrero. Lastly, thank you so much, James, my amazing editor, for putting this podcast together for us. I'll catch you next time. Stay mystical and stay grounded. <laughs>